Richard Randall. Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, sometimes people have to sell a rental home. What are some of the things that they should be prepared for if they're selling a rental home? Well, probably more recently with the COVID pandemic, there were some federal and state rights that were put in place for tenants to protect them. So what they did was that they put a eviction, kind of an eviction delay or moratorium on people that didn't pay rent. Um, In the state of Colorado, if somebody doesn't pay rent, typically you can, after 10 days, you can post a notice to pay rent or quit, meaning pay rent or get out. And then you have to start the whole eviction process, which is involved. I recommend hiring an attorney for that. Don't do this yourself. So uh, both the governor and the federal laws applied up until very recently, August 25th. And then they went back to the regular laws. So it was during that time, they had to give the tenant 30 days notice to pay rent or quit. So they could have been missing rent for as long as, you know, two months with all that put together. So they both ended. And um, if the landlord has a tenant who's not performing now, they can go through the normal eviction process. So one of the top questions I get from people thinking of selling a rental home is, should I sell the home with the tenants in the home? Um, I know that most landlords really want to maximize the amount of money that they're getting for the house. Some people may not be able to afford it if the home goes vacant. However, um, tenants aren't really very cooperative when it comes to, um, when it comes to showing homes. And there are some state laws in in effect that affect you. Like um, if you don't have it in your lease, that when you do sell the home, that the tenant would give permission to show it. And then what are the rules around how much notice you have to give to show? So what we see most of the time is tenant occupied must give 24 hour notice to show. Well, that presents a problem because most agents don't plan ahead for their showings. And what happens is they're like, oh my God, I want to show that house. Oh, sorry, I have to give 24 notice. Okay, this is my only showing window for the buyer not showing that house. So that that becomes a problem. The other problem is you could have a tenant that is very reluctant about wanting to move out, right? They know you're selling the house. I, I met with a seller a few months ago where they had had this tenant in the home for years and years. It was probably more than 10 years. So when it came time to sell it, they reached a point, this tenant reached a point where they were having trouble financially making the rental payments, but their rent was kept so low over that time, there, there was nothing available for rent other than maybe a very small apartment. And they had two huge dogs and a big household um, in that price range. So it was, a, it was a bad situation for the tenant in that they had really, they couldn't afford where they had to go or wanted to go. They couldn't buy the house and the house was an absolute wreck. <laughs> so showing it with them in there wasn't good. We went and looked at it with the tenant in there, it looked pretty bad. And then you, of course, you're going to have condition issues with tenant occupying homes. They're not going to take care of the home the same way you did. So if you intentionally rent out a home or you're one of those reluctant landlords that has to rent out a home, 
when you have to leave the state for a while or whatever, just plan on it, budget for it, set money aside, put money aside for landscaping, put money aside for carpet, put money aside for paint. It's going to happen. Okay. Those are cosmetics. Um, I've had rentals before. We're getting ready to buy another one. And my experience has been, they don't take care of landscaping. They don't take care of carpet. They don't take care of the house like you would. But what you have to do is just set aside some money and plan on when you stop renting that home that you're going to have to do some improvements to make it look good again, especially to get it ready for sale. You don't necessarily have to make it Corinthian leather for the next tenant. It just has to be clean and relatively fresh. So if the home has had years and years of deferred maintenance and you've just rented it to the same tenant without really improving the property, when you convert that to a home for sale, it's a different ball game. You really need to step up your game a little bit because a buyer's offer is going to come in exponentially less than the cost of what it would take to do that small improvement, like paint the walls or replace the carpet. This picture I'm showing right now, God bless this, this client. They put in uh, red, I call it brazen hussy red shag carpet in the 80s over the top of hardwood floors. So it's a little tough to sell that as it is. So we, we got bids to go in and replace the carpet. Um, anyway, and then it might have been more expensive to do the hardwood. So that's why we opted for that. But you want to evaluate how much is it going to cost to remodel a typical home? So a typical home, not a full-on Corinthian leather HGTV remodel. I'm talking about in this hot market, all you need is basic cosmetics to make a buyer say yes. Um, some of the simple things are freshen up the flooring, freshen up the appliances, um, especially if there's a big mismatch in color. If you've got white and bisque and black and stainless, you really want them all to be the same color. Um, all new appliances you can get for as little as $3,000. New Formica counters. Some of the Formicas these days, they look like granite. They're beautiful, can be about $2,000. And then flooring's about 3000 So here's an example of before and after where the old beige, boring Formica counters were there. All they did was replace the counters and the flooring, and it made a huge difference in that home selling for top dollar. In the bathrooms, it doesn't have to be a full-on gut job in the bathroom. It could be as simple as updating the light fixtures, updating the plumbing fixtures, and that's it. And be sure to check the tubs and showers because uh, over time, especially if it has a tile shower surround, the grout disintegrates. Most tenants don't take care of it. When it does disintegrate, water gets behind the tiles, could cause some problems. So you really want to make sure. It could just be updating and refreshing the grout, which isn't very expensive. Um, also, mechanical systems. So even though it's kind of like a check in the box, it's a nice to have for buyers, Buyers buy on emotion. They actually buy on cosmetics. So if you happen to have an old furnace or old water heater that's still working, maybe instead of replacing it, just provide one of those home warranties. They're about $500. They cover both you during the listing and the buyer for more than a year after closing. That if anything goes wrong with those systems, a very small deductible is paid, maybe $65, $75. They come out and they repair or replace that furnace or that hot water heater that fails. We just replaced our 22-year-old water heaters. Kind of wish I had them back because they were really good, but they, it was time. 
and each one cost $1,500. So $500, $1,500, do the math. Maybe it's, it's less expensive for you to just apply a home warranty. And then make absolutely sure that you're presenting the home clean, repaired, and empty. Okay, and pricing is a huge part of this. You don't want to overprice just because the market's hot because a buyer won't make an offer in this hot market. Even as little as a 1% difference can make a, a difference between getting offers and not getting offers. And buyers will tend to move on if they see something else that they like better. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900. Or as always, you can visit her at barbhasthebuyers.com. And Barb, let's talk about this. What are some of the other things that people should consider when they're selling an inherited home? Somebody, unfortunately, has passed away. They inherit a home. Now they've got to make a sale. This happens more more frequently than people think, what are some of the things they should consider? Yeah, whether it's inherited or, or a rental, either one, um, you really don't want to try to sell it with all the stuff inside. You're better off getting it cleared out as much as possible. Um, and I find that in most cases, uh, landscaping, flooring, bathrooms take the biggest cosmetic hit on inherited homes, a lot of times you'll see years and years of deferred maintenance. So improving these things can be the biggest bang for the buck. I have a chart up here that shows you that most buyers spend less than a minute online looking at pictures of homes and they're moving on. And how much time they spend on each space. They spend half that time looking at the outside, the backyard and the view. So I'd start with that then the living room, then the kitchen, then the master bathroom, then the master bedroom. So try not to worry too much about secondary bedrooms. Don't worry too much about laundry rooms. Don't worry too much about basements. If you have one bedroom that has Bronco orange walls, that's fine, uh, or Rocky's purple. It's not a big deal, but make sure you focus on the master, the kitchen, the living room, and the exterior curb appeal. And that will go a long way to really getting that home sold for top dollar. And then we can always uh, give you an idea on kind of what to do and what approach you should take when you're preparing your home for sale. We can give you tips on what to do, what not to do to get your home ready for sale. And you could call us anytime at 719 301 3900 will provide you with a no obligation in-home consultation and this will help you kind of give it give you a direction on what happens next richard well, and you're listening to Barb Schlinker. It is the real estate voice. And as always, we try to make sure that whether it is selling a home that people have been renting, whether it's selling a home that you have inherited, you've got somebody who knows what to do because this isn't one of two or three homes they sell per year. This is something they've dealt with time after time, year after year for decades. You're listening to the real estate voice with Barb Schlinker, your home sold guaranteed real if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. That's barbhasthebuyers.com. This discussion fits and dovetails in with our next topic. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how to keep other real estate agents from making your home sale 
miserable, absolutely miserable. Barb and her team will never do that, but others just might. Stay tuned for that. 